Quiet on the set. Action. Welcome, everyone, to the Movie Machine Podcast, presented by Hot Chocolate Media. I am joined by three Hollywood elites that are going to make up a movie really fast based on a random prompt from the internet. We have with us our writer, Jenna Young, who writes all of St- Stan Lee's... Steve Lee. So, <laughs> unknown Stan Lee's cousin, who writes all of... <laughs> who writes all of Stanley's cameos in the MCU. We're joined by Jacob Gulliver, our director, who's Ludacris's swag coach, and Eric Thompson, our producer, who designed Tom Cruise's fat suit in Tropic Thunder. Mm -hmm. So, Jenna, a writer, your prompt today. It is a parody horror. The main character is a short-tempered priest. The start of the story is sport, and the end of the story is compromise. All right, so uh, I think the story is going to start. So we're going to start the story with um, the priest, short-tempered priest. His name is Mel, just Mel, Pastor Mel, or Priest Mel, Father Mel, Father Mel. And Father Mel has very limited patience with children. And so Mel has to, gets, he gets called in to, to help motivate this children's soccer team. Like he has to, he has to, he gets, he, he has to do this, this children's soccer team thing. And he's, uh, you know, he's not having a good time with it. And he gets, he's, again, short tempered. So as, as he's working with these kids, they start disappearing. They just they, they just start disappearing and and we don't know what's going on other than um, the father Mel is is angry and cranky and uh, some of the parents start searching and I think the the way I'm writing it it's it's gonna have layers where the the kids kind of disappear and it's like there's there's like this lead up like so the the scene seems really like intense and, and horrifying. But then the kids are actually just, like, they're disappearing by, uh, like, you know, one of them gets lost in the woods, like, actually lost in the woods, as opposed to, like, some kind of weird metaphorical thing. So I want all of those those scenes where they disappear. I'm, I'm going to uh, write them with just that buildup. And then we, we come to find out that there's, there's really this big misunderstanding about Father Mel. He doesn't like children because he can't have any and he's really sad and upset about that and so everybody's like oh that's really sad and then that like everybody kind of comes together at the end and then they they have like a family picnic or something all right do you have a title for this film uh yes it's called i want to be a father all right so director jacob you have the script treatment for i want to be a father about a priest named Mel who coaches a soccer team, kids go missing. Ultimately, they find the kids and have a picnic. So how do you make this your vision? 
Yeah, I mean, I think this this I, I'm kind of going for like kind of the the like ABC Family vibe with this. I can see where like that script is is coming in and showing for that. So that's kind of what I'm going. And I want this to be a story about a guy who has no swag, no style. Uh, and is just an unfun person to like find his own groove, find his own thing, you know, actually become part of the community. That's that's kind of the story we're trying to tell with with Mel here. So when it starts out, we're gonna have these kind of you know like very rigid style of filmmaking. Everything is you know on a tripod or like slow moving dollies and everything. And then as it like gets on, he's going to like you know, when he's going to find the kids, he can't like show up. You know, dressed as like a priest, it's gonna be like weird. Like, he's gonna meet some of these families, and they're gonna be intimidated by him. And he's gonna try and you know learn some of that culture, so we can really get him into some cool clothes, like designer denim jackets and chains. Um, I'm I actually I'm thinking David Harewood for this role because he does both like serious and funny pretty well. I think he would be really good as uh, Father Mel. Mm. Um, which I think is it's probably going to be short for like Father Mellencamp or something like that, um, and he'll he'll go by Father Mellencamp, and then eventually people just start calling him Mel because it's like okay he's he's become part of the community he's he's looking for these guys, and I like the idea they have a picnic. It's a little bit underwhelming at the end. I, I kind of like something to punch up that ending just so we have a little bit more of a connection like it's okay that there is a picnic at the end but I feel like it's a little bit weak as far as the resolution goes did we have anything in mind for where those kids actually were when the kids went missing the kids were all they they found like an abandoned uh, cabin in the woods not like cabin in the woods but like there's there's an actual old cabin that happens to be in the woods and they just keep like going over there and they 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 stay there cuz they can't really find their way out of the woods so like more and more kids just like end up at this cabin okay so it's kind of like their clubhouse and like yeah you know no no parents allowed kind of thing yeah like cuz that way he could show up and you know he could like okay i like this so he he's going to make like a, a deal with them like all right you can come back and I'm going to throw a cool picnic and a barbecue if I can prove to you that I'm cool. I'm cool enough that uh, you'll come back with me. So it'll be like this kind of thing where they'll test him with like games and like pop culture trivia. And like, you know, he'll learn how to do like, I don't know, twerking or dabbing or something. <laughs> Whatever's popular with the kids these days. I'll have to ask Luda because he's, he's going to know better than I am on this one. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure out something for that. Check. All right. Our producer, Eric, you have the script and the storyboards and some test shots for I Want to Be a Father. Uh, who, who did you cast again? David Airwood. David Airwood is your lead. It's definitely gone away from the horror prompt, which is mm. fine. kind of got this feel-good family flick. What's your budget? How do you make this thing make some money? Well, I'm not a fan of round numbers, so what I'm going to do is give you uh, $33,111,777.55. That's your budget. So, I think what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have to make a couple changes here. So, Father Mel. I like the short-tempered aspect. Gives him something to grow with later. I think he doesn't like being called Father Mel. Once ago, my melon camp. Get some anger in there. Kids... That's a long name. They don't care. They're kids. I feel like I feel like he's gonna have a decent audience with uh, 
you know, families bringing their kids to this movie. I think we can make it fun. I don't know that we need to play up the horror. I think kind of playing with that a little bit. I'm thinking more like after school special kind of horror. That's kind of what it feels to me where there's a little bit there enough to scare some kids just a little bit, but kind of staying away from that mostly. Since we're doing it as kind of a parody horror sort of thing, I feel like some of the kids that get lost, we said they couldn't find their way back. Maybe some do. They just show up partway through. They happen to be there. Kind of throws Mel a bit. We'll make it work. But they don't want to tell because, I don't know, maybe they'll get in trouble or something. So figure out a way to have some of them come back. Make people a little kind of questioning what's going on. Because, sure, their disappearance, something bad could be happening. But they're, they're coming back. What's, what's going on? A little more intriguing. Run with mm-hmm. it. I'm going to give you choice of location. Mm. Make me happy. We might add a little more into it. We'll play around with it a little bit. But for now, I like where you're going. And uh, I think, I mean, obviously, it's got to be near a forest. Soccer's got to be spring, early summer. <sighs> I think Unless it's indoor work. soccer. I don't like it. We're going to be outdoors. <laughs> Except in the cabin. In the church? Well... I think we can budget a church, I guess. So maybe indoors there, too. No soccer in the church, though. I draw the line at that. (laughs) I'm going to see where this goes for now. We're just going to let you run with it and see see what you do. All right. So back to our writer, Jenna. You have your notes from the studio and the director. They're kind of digging this after-school special. We got, like, a church summer camp, soccer coach with your main character, you like where this is going? What do you add to it? I think I I think I really am liking where this is going. I I had kind of pictured I think maybe a little more weird like kind of like a, a build up for for the horror. But I think I think toning down the horror part aspect of it a bit and just making it more of a curiosity really like what's going on as opposed to oh no something suspicious must be going on like I think that's fine I definitely I hadn't really pictured how to integrate the church at first but I think I want to write in a scene where Father Mel comes uh, is like in the church and he hears this banging against the wall and it's kids with a soccer ball and they're, they're, you know, kicking the soccer ball up against the wall. And that's where we get our first taste of his short-temperedness and his frustration with children. I think that's really going to help kind of set the stage for that. And then I think, like, I, I, I think maybe in order to kind of help build the curiosity and possibly some tension, I I don't know. I don't want to go too far with, like, any kind of horror tension. But, yeah, to, to, to build up the something's going on kind of a thing, definitely, like, a couple of church scenes where we're seeing people missing from pews, like kids missing in various areas. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, we're they're, they're working on soccer, but we really haven't, I, I think I need to add another scene or two about like actual soccer practices and, and ways that Father Mel works with the kids or attempts to work with the kids at first. And just so that we can see that the, the growth of him throughout the soccer as well so it's not just about the cabin like the cabin's kind of their cool spot and they they bring they let him be a part of it but i want him to be able to pull them into his soccer world too you know so i want kind of that that back and forth push and pull so i'm going to do a little bit of rewriting here quick to make sure that we get those aspects of it also i was originally writing some stuff for parents but i don't i think we kind of want them far more background almost like peanuts character parents like no no wah wah voice but you know 
but but just the, the the parents kind of aren't there, which is weird. But that's you know also how they keep just like they've got this cabin in the woods. Why not hang out there? Also, I think at some point the priest is going to need to get visited by like the archbishop or whatever, and that should totally be Stanley. I think we need to make that happen. Like I know he usually just does the the um, action movies, but I think I think it would be very heartwarming to have him in this little film. All right, so director Jacob, you've yeah. got studio notes, you've got rewrites from your writer, you've got Stan Lee playing an archbishop, you got more soccer scenes. How you feeling? Yeah, I mean, we're, we have some pluses and minuses here. The fact that you've got Stan Lee to show up for any reason is incredible, and we're using every minute of his time. I'm not really feeling like the horror. Like I think the vibe we're going for just doesn't like sit well with it. I mean, I think we can put in, like, some jump scares and, like, you know, moments where, like, there are kind of, like, scary bits with the kids being gone or, like, you know, the the ball, like, hitting the wall of the church and it, like, startles him up. Like, that's cool. And it also, like, adds in as another layer um, of something we can actually use, which, you know, it will function as, you know, like, hey, at-risk youth, pay attention to the screen for two seconds. Every once in a while, just to make sure kids are paying attention to this important story we're trying to tell. So that that works okay for me. I found some some good locations in Edmonton, Canada, which I think would be pretty good. You know, still get a little bit of like the city life kind of deal, but also have some kind of more woodsy areas. So I think I think that's going to work for our our set that we're working with. I think that, that gives us all the parts we want. I like the idea that the church owns this, like, empty lot next to the church. Maybe at one point it was, um, like, another building that was, you know, torn down and the church hasn't decided what they're going to do with it. But that's where the kids um, have their soccer practice and they're they're allowed to do their, their soccer practice there. And because it's on church grounds, the, you know, Father Mel has to supervise a little bit and do... You know, occasional check-ins with the kids just drives them up the wall. But, you know, eventually through through the different elements we're bringing in with the soccer and with the going out to the cabin, we'll make that, uh, that friendship. So that's going to work for me. In terms of the kids, I think we can add a little bit more star power there. Uh, I'm going to get uh, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. He's the, the main kid in Stranger Things. Mm. And we're going to have him be just like this bratty asshole kid and I'm going to name him Rudy because he's rude. Parents will like that. So he's just going to be like a loudmouth douchebag to David Harewood and it's they're going to play off each other so well. Honestly like I, I, I watched Finn Wolfhard on Game Grumps and he was like the shit that comes out of his mouth is incredible so I'm going to let him do his own thing and we'll improv some scenes. We'll make sure that it's like family friendly enough but I think his energy will, will help drive this on and give kids somebody to, like, empathize with as the story goes through. So that's what I got. All right, producer, you've got a, a new character, a bratty kid named Rudy. They definitely toned down the horror and toned up the kind of the family goof fun. You happy with this? So new character, Rudy. Love it. Let, I see where you're going with it. Really like it. Uh, new ideas, pulling the parents out a bit, kind of playing with that. Love it. Location, Canada. Okay. You, you can Church call it thing. U.S. if you want. We'll, well just shoot it in Canada. The tax true. breaks are better anyway. Uh, the whole church thing, we're going to take a step back. The more mm-hmm. I'm thinking about this, the more I'm seeing, we're going Bible camp. 
Okay. Gives a reason for the soccer. Gives a reason for Father Mel to be there because he's got to teach Bible stuff. Maybe the kids love soccer. Side of the side of the church being hit with the soccer ball. Now side of a cabin that it's that's his office. I, I'm liking that. Then then we got an excuse for there to be an old cabin somewhere nearby. It's not going to be like, hey, there's a city now. There's an old cabin that kids can find, but parents can't. And then the parents aren't there because it's camp. So we can have them maybe calling in if we want some pressure or something. Then we got Mel trying to figure out what the hell he's doing because these kids are missing, but he's got a timeline until the parents are going to be back. So he's got some time to find out, but he doesn't know. I like the idea of adding in little jump scares and stuff like that, just kind of with that little fake stress that we add in. We can start off maybe, since it's a camp, have some kids telling ghost stories about kids disappearing, total red herring, but enough to make... The kids worried and Mel worried and the audience a little worried but not too much. And Rudy will be able to get away with his stuff because his parents aren't around. He can just do whatever the hell he wants. So give him some free reign there. Then he's just the bad kid at Bible camp. Yeah, I'm liking that. I, I like the casting. I think that'll be fun. Then uh, that can add some more tension. Maybe, maybe have a shot like during a scrimmage or something during a soccer game where maybe get an intense game going and then someone takes a shot on goal and as you see the ball go towards the goal, the goalie's just missing. <laughs> Let everyone just kind of freak out for a little bit. Yes. And the kids don't want to tell Mel what's going on because he's short-tempered with them and they don't want him to find out what they're doing. So he's trying to figure all this out. Maybe having like a fun little family summer camp thing that's a little bit wholesome, a little bit intriguing, I guess, is what mm. you were saying. Uh, so... See what happens there. I think we'll get some people interested. I think we'll get some people pulled in on it. I'll be comfortable with supporting that. All right. Nice. So just so I understand, the kids aren't going missing for anything nefarious. They're just getting bored of Bible camp and going off to their own yeah, kids. Sneak, yeah. They're sneaking off okay. to like a, an abandoned But camp. they won't admit it because they think they'll be in trouble. Are they? So. Okay. All right. So, so even when they show back up, Mel's still stressed because most of them keep disappearing. Gotcha. So yeah. I'm going to put... I want to be a father into the movie machine. Oh, we should have changed that title. Yeah. <clears throat> Can we change it? Sure. What do you want it to be? Uh, daddy issues. <laughs> How about father issues since he's a priest? Oh, yeah, that's probably father, better. Yeah, that's father, father issues. issues. Nice. Right. Nailed it. Okay. So uh, oh, it, it sounds like the excited uh, <laughs> soccer announcer going go with church bells. Yes. This would be. In theaters, it does okay. It stays in for several weeks. It makes its budget back and then some. But where it really, truly finds its niche and becomes, if you will, I hate to use the term cult favorite when we're talking about religious people, <laughs> but uh, Pure Flix eats this shit up. You guys yeah, have do. made the, whatever the Pure Flix equivalent of like an Oscar is, you win everything. Yes. It's it's probably like a Bible with a Precious Moments miniature on it. I don't know. Yes. What it, but the Pure Flix people eat this movie up. They love it. They uh, give you a budget like an Adam Sandler-esque Netflix deal to make three more Father Mel-based sports Bible Camp movies. So you guys have been contracted to make the Bible Camp trilogy. So you're looking pretty great. The only problem is everyone in Hollywood thinks you're jokes because you make pure flakes crap. (laughs) But 
you're getting a paycheck from the religious folks, so who cares? So, this being we have a machine that looks in the future, how do you feel about... So to clarify, they're giving us to make two more or three more? Three more movies. They three want more. you to make a Father Mel trilogy for Pure Flicks. So, so wait, the initial and one. then a trilogy. Well, they love the initial. They want the Pure Flake stamp on their own trilogy starring oh, okay. Father Mel. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, so this would function like the prequel f- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. to the, yeah. the established character. So yeah. they love, they're like, we, and with Stan Lee, it legitimizes the whole franchise mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So, how do you feel, writer? You, oh, you, this is, this is, it is not what I envisioned <laughs> when, when I started this process, but I feel like the journey itself has been really exciting. I don't know that I would change anything. I loved how everything came together. I wanted, I, I really did want a little bit more horror in the original, but I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy to have a Precious Moments figurine. And they found one that looks like me too. It's very kind of them. And I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I just feel this joy over having been able to do this, and and to be able to make a trilogy in the Father Mal world is is incredible. I didn't think that this world was going to go anywhere. So I mean, we're talking hockey, we're talking football, and we're talking basketball. I, I, I thought about baseball, but I just. It, it wasn't working for me well uh, when I tried writing these things out. So, so yeah, I don't. There's, there's nothing I would change from the initial. I think it was a great startup into this world where we can all just feel closer to one another and you know just, just, just fill up on, on hope and, and, uh, and the good progress uh, that people can make with one another. Awesome. So you're set, Director Jacob. You have you've been given a big paycheck from Pure Flix. The next film they immediately want you to work on is the hockey one, Power Play for Jesus. How you feeling? You're you good? I mean, it's not Hollywood, but man, you're getting paid to make movies. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, if you can't capitalize on the deeply religious, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean the. Uh, the work's okay. I'm, I'm really disappointed that we had to part ways with Finn Wolfhard. He was just incredible. But, like, the Pureflix folks were just so mad that, like, they were like, he was wonderful, but Stranger Things has drugs and sex and uh, unholy things in it, so we can't have anything related to that in our, our trilogy. And that was tucked away in the contract. I didn't find out about it until we got on set, and they had this just absolutely awful kid in his place. So that's that's a little bit frustrating. Man, hockey is just not as interesting as soccer. So I guess I'm just going to like roll with it. You know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. And uh, I think... Right, yeah. I think what I'm going to do is, with the money that I've got, I'm going to like invest in a, a new piece. I'm going to get Finn on board again and like maybe if I can get like a, like a funny fat man type, like a, a Jack Black or like a Seth Rogen and do... Like in a estranged son with Finn Wolfhard, make it like a like a, a goofy road trip movie. I'll do something like that. That'll be fun. I can use my my money to make that. So, yeah, I guess I'm all right. So, uh, Eric, oh, by the sorry. way, Jenna, I have mailed you my precious moments figurine because <gasps> I believe that you had some interest in that. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Yeah. This means so much to me. Don't mind that it's sticky. <laughs> so. Eric, producer, mm. so you've got a surprising hit in a market that you didn't even know existed till two weeks ago. 
You're just rolling in dough. You're now the Joel Silver slash Dino De Laurentiis of Pure Flix kids sports movies. You figure out a way to save money where all of these movies, you just rehash the Mighty Ducks plot but with these different characters and just say a bunch of Jesus shit. So it's just like this money-making formula. Are you okay with that? Do you want to do more art? Or are you just going to count your money? Well, I think the first thing i got to say is I need to clarify with them in earshot that I knew about this market the whole time. I always knew about this market. And anyone who says otherwise can see me in court. But... <laughs> Some, I'm, I'm okay with the with the the payment we're receiving for the for the trilogy. I'm I'm good with that. Although uh, I am gonna put my foot down and say that uh, football. When you think Sunday and church, you think football because Sunday's for football, which is why football will not be included in the trilogy. Because we're gonna cover baseball, basketball, and hockey, and then hold out for football because I think they will. Um, I, I feel like I have my standards, and those are my standards. So, I'm, I'm okay with how things went. I'm, I'm happy with it. I think I'm going to keep in touch with Jacob about that idea he was throwing around. I love that Finn kid. Maybe we'll talk and see see what we can pull together. I mean, he wanted to do a goofy road trip, a goofy movie. I think that's already been done. Disney might have a problem with it, but... I mean, maybe we can just do, like, a Disney reboot of Goofy Movie, but do it live action. <clears throat> Yeah, but, but nothing that, that could be copyrighted. So if we can get a little further sure. away so so that we're uh, legally distinct. I mean, it doesn't I'm have to be in. related. I'm just saying, like, if, yeah. if it's a possibility, you, you probably know who to call, right? Ab- absolutely. Do you guys uh, can, want me to talk to Stan Lee? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and he's got an in at Disney, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we're set. All right, so you guys didn't mess with the Golden Goose. It keeps laying eggs. You keep producing family-friendly, saccharine, sweet, schlocky Bible camp sports movies, and you, you know, you're able to buy a couple summer homes and all. You're all great, Jacob and Eric. What you ended up working on with Finn and uh, ended up being Jack Black. You just did a modern remake of Tommy Boy, and it was okay, but. You know, was, Tommy Boy wasn't like just remaking that film. It's like, and you know, like well, Finn Wolfhard is better though. Like, sure, he, he's better than David Spade, yeah. but Jack Black's no Chris Farley. I stand by my film. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, like I said, you guys made plenty of money. You kind of work yourself into a niche industry, but it's lucrative. So, who gives a shit? And with that, we're gonna leave you with the uh, words of the Movie Machines patron Saint Guy Fieri. That is a good mouth feel. Thank you, everyone. This is the movie machine.